You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Noel Zero. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Community Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with you today, the one, the only, one HP killer. No, 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 zero. What's going on, bro? Uh, a lot when it comes to Fortnite, bro. Holy cow. Um, a whole lot. But Holy cow. As, <laughs> as far as myself, like, you know, work and trying to make sure I don't feel sick tomorrow for season three start. Like, uh, be terrible if I called into work. <laughs> you got that Fortnitis? Right, Fortnitis. It's flaring up. The Fort Flu? <laughs> you got that, that Fort Flu coming over you? Bro, yeah. so it has been uh, since Monster D-Face came on. Hope you guys all enjoyed that show, by the way. How awesome was that, dude, having him on? It was a lot of fun. It it's not very fun. often. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a little something in my throat. It's not very often you get a guest <clears throat> that wants to talk as much as he did. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's nice. I'm. <clears throat> you never know. Like, for people that don't know, when we do a podcast, like, sometimes... We get people that aren't used to this kind of medium. So they get in here and sometimes maybe get a little shy or maybe they don't know what to do. I, I'm not sure what it is for them. Right. <clears throat> Monster Deface was not that at all. He's quite the opposite of just about every guest we've had in the entirety of our podcasting career. He was very comfortable and had a lot to say. So, you know, sometimes it's just a little, it's a little, you never know what we're going to get. So we kind of, like when I first started that show, I kept trying to say stuff and was talking. And then I realized like this guy really wants to talk. So I'm going to sit back and let him right. talk. We actually have been really lucky uh, for anybody that's followed us on this show, particularly we've been really lucky with the guests. We have. I mean, Beanhead, he did a fantastic job. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, we had monster D face on, uh, you know, we had our boys on, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had a good group of guests and people so far that have been really good, and, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we, we keep that going. Uh, I think we got a pretty cool show coming up next week for you guys, and as I said, this show is coming to you late. We are recording the night before Patch uh, 3.0 comes out, and um, we haven't covered anything, like I said, since Monster D-Face came out, so we have a lot to talk to you about. Well, a lot of content. we didn't plan this. No, no, not at all. We I actually was just saying, like, it's kind of perfect that we slacked off this weekend yeah. and waited till now because there's so much to talk about. And I feel like it's really beneficial for us to talk about it prior to release. Right. And then come back this weekend and right, right back at y'all tomorrow or on Monday, we'll have another you know podcast release with our experience with the new stuff and we can talk to the release of all the stuff. So it's right. really, it's like a perfect timing because some stuff has kind of just hit the newswire in the last, you know, 24 hours. So what we're going to do is we're going to break down for you guys all the news that's come out since the, the, the 11th, since we did our last show. We're going to break it out for you guys uh, for Battle Royale and also for Save the World. So we're going we're gonna to break this out in two things. We're going to give you a quick uh, synopsis of what's going on in Save the World, what's happening there along with what's happening over on Battle Royale. But we might break this up in a couple episodes. Just depends how that goes. Depends how the conversation goes. Uh, so you might be listening right now um, to uh, episode whatever it is, part one. <laughs> I think it's like 15 or something. Uh, part one. 
Um, and we'll have a part two. And that way we can break it up for you guys and, and you can have uh, your content that you love so much. But I want to dive right in here, Null Zero. Let's go ahead and talk some Battle Royale. All right, so, dude, I mean, the amount of content that is flooding the, the webs is unreal right now, right? I mean, we've had so many updates, uh, so many things coming out from the actual Fortnite uh, Twitter and content coming from them. It's been unbelievable and fantastic if you're a Fortnite fan. I mean, it's, it's right now, it seems like it's not stopping and it's not even near stopping at all um, right and uh i mean we got we got we got the 2.5.0 patch that came out and it's been a pretty nice patch you know just to start start off the changes and some of the things we immediately have seen the past couple weeks since we last talked is um we saw the impulse nates which i want to talk about a little bit about we've seen the shrines added to the map um we saw that the smg got taken away Right. Um, we've seen what we think is maybe we are completely incorrect uh, and wrong, but a buff to the tactical SMG, which we think is kind We're of not wrong. in the background. It's absolutely buff. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure it happened. I don't know if it was not in the notes or what happened. Um, it we, may not be in the notes, but that thing is buff. And on, on top of all these things, we've also seen some glitching and other things that have come to the to the to the scene, right? So I want to jump in here. And like I said, first off, dude, what do you think about the freaking impulse grenades? It's hard to say. I think it's a really cool grenade and I love it in your hands. It just doesn't really fit me. Right. And like I don't, it's the same with the boogie bomb, right? right. I, I never slot that. Because I just, in my play style, I'm in your face, going to come after you. Right. And Boogie Bomb is like the time it takes to be on the Boogie Bomb or the Impulse Grenade and throw it and all that is seconds you know, taken away from me killing you anyways. So I'd normally opt to just go kill you. So these, but, this, you know, this is the kind of item, though, that gets me psyched, right? Like, well, I, get... I love the item for its, like, all the things we've seen – but like just the other night we were playing and right. I'm shooting a guy and I kill I down his buddy and we're shooting at the other guy and he's behind cover. You throw an impulse grenade, he shoots out of the cover, I kill him, get the kills. Right. Right. And right. that's like those moments where I'm like, dude, I, I love that thing. And I love the fact that it's just another one of those playful things. It's like one of those things that you didn't think like we didn't we've talked a number of times about what could they add, what could be the next item. Right. Uh no one you know, I've never heard anybody say anything about an impulse grenade. Or anything like this. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. I didn't even think we knew it was <clears> coming. Not from us. Yeah, and not from anybody else that speculates. Yeah. So like one of those things, you don't know you want it until you have it. And it's like, oh, it's pretty cool. If anybody's wondering, maybe you've been sleeping for the past week and a half, or um, you've had the flu and haven't been able to get up, or maybe your parents took you on a vacation that you never wanted to go on, and you haven't had your had a chance to uh, to actually enjoy this item yet. But the impulse grenade is a blue rarity item. And it is found in treasure chest and supply drops only. Um, and that is as of the 2.5 update. I don't know if anything's going to change in 3.0 yet. But we will, we will get to the, all that. 
But dude, for me, here's the thing. There's a lot of mobility in this game, right? And one that's one of the things we love about it, right? You can build. Um, we have the the jump pads, you know, that obviously brought a a change to the game, or launch pads that brought a change to the game. We had the jump pad originally; it's no longer in BR. Um, but we have that we have that uh, you know where we can dive and get on top of someone quickly. Um, and I feel like this just gave you another avenue, right? And they continually put these things in our hands that keep letting us do like what we want to do, but in a different slot. For instance, the campfire, right? Like now if I don't want to carry any hills and I just want to like lean on the campfire, then I can do that right in that other slot. If I don't want to take a jump pad, but I know I'm going to want to get some aerial movement somehow, I can take these impulse nades. You see what I'm saying? Like they're, the sandbox that they're putting in front of us continues to grow so much and so diverse. Like it's incredible to see what's happening. I mean, at first you get the impulse and you think, okay, cool. I'm going to shoot somebody out from cover. I actually don't think that is the best use of the nade. I think, um, and I, maybe there's not a bad use of it, but like, for instance, I think it's really amazing watching. Uh, and I'm sure if you watch any streams, anybody like Ninja who throws down the nade, like the first day it comes out, steps in front of it and launches him forward and he shotguns a guy in the face as he's landing, right? And it's like, he tweeted out, I believe the exact words were, the best thing I've ever done in a game, right? And it's yeah. like, it is su surprisingly fun and amazing and that's why it feels like the best thing you've ever done in a game. It's probably not the best play he's ever made in any game he's ever played in in all his Halo history. Like, but it felt like that. Right, because of what they gave him and and giving you this toolbox of, of things to play with. And I think like seeing the videos where people are like building in front of one base and they impulse themselves out of their own base into the other person's base and shotgun them. Like those moments are why people love Fortnite. Like they get you so high. I mean, I'm hyped up right now just thinking about like some of these clips I've seen and things that we've done with it. Right. And I mean, I've even used it to shoot somebody out of a base. I've used it to shoot myself up into a base. Um, I've used it to shoot somebody out from cover, like you said. And so, like, my biggest problem I'm having right now is like, what do I take when these items fall? Right. And I think playing in duos, playing in solos, and playing in squads is one thing I really want to address with our guests there and our special guests that we're going to have coming up this next week uh, as we have kind of another round table. But I think that these items do see different play in, inside of different um, uh, modes. Because I think if you're playing solo, um, you know, sometimes the items you come across is going to be rare, so you got to grab what you can. Um, you know, the drops aren't the exact same as far as ratios go. Uh, so you might be grabbing, you know, some of these items more often than not, or you might find a lot of stuff and you're like, I, I look, I have to be very particular. I have to have meds. Uh, you know, I feel more confident if I have a med and I have the mini potions and then all of a sudden I find a big potion. So I'm carrying that. So then I'm just carrying my, my SMG or my AR, my shotgun, right? Maybe that's your solo, but like, when we play in duos, and the reason why I think this item is so awesome, especially it shines um, so much in duos and in, um, in squads, is because I know that, okay, look, Null Zero's got the sniper. 
He's 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 got his what well, now not shotgun any longer, his tactical SMG, and he's got his Hashtag AR. Tech life. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's got his and he's got his hills, and then like I can take the crazy stuff, right? Like I take my AR, my shotgun, and then everything else. I'm like, uh, I'm taking the the impulse nades, right? I'm taking the boogie bombs, <laughs> and like okay, yeah, I'll grab some hills for us, right? Like. Or, or, or I'm taking rockets, and I'm like, yeah, we're living this life where we're going to get killed. You know, if we get the kill, then we'll heal up from their right. bandages. Right? So, like, I feel like it shines in those areas. But, like, for me, this item identifies what Fortnite is so much because it is so unique, and it, is so, it has so many different uses, and they literally just put the toy in the community's hands and said, here, have fun. And like, show, watching people like throw impulse nades at their own teammates to get them out of you know out of the storm is freaking amazing. Watching people kill people by shooting them back into storm is amazing. Like, I mean, the list goes on and on of what people have done with this nade, and I just think it speaks a lot to what Epic is doing with this game, what they continue to do with items over and over and over. Uh, and surprise us, even when it comes down to, like, here's a rocket launcher with a pumpkin on it, and the community starts shooting it, it's like, oh, well, now we're going to let y'all actually shoot each other across the map. That sounds like fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's an amazing uh, item to add to the, to the sandbox. I am curious, however, because we have seen the SMG, the regular SMG be phased out into this, what they call the vault, do you think we're going to see more and more items be disappearing into the vault and coming back out? Because we mean you've talked a lot about in the past, where do they stop coming out with these items, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to say because I think SMGs, at first when I heard SMGs were getting taken out, I actually am pretty decent with the SMG at close range. I mean, not that that's the hardest thing to be good at, right? but <clears throat> it's not a weapon I shot away from. Right, tack. I shied away from because it was slow fire, still didn't hit hard enough. Um, so I think the SMG is a good pool. Like, there's three different SMGs, and there's not a good reason to pick up, you know, two of them most of the time. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I think the best thing for them to figure out is going to be when they bring out a weapon to have that weapon clearly defined. Yep. So now attack is a really good opportunity to put down a shotgun. It's not that the it's not that it's better than a shotgun. Right. But it it's because it's been upgraded because it is better than it was. It's a viable option. Right. You can actually use it. I've done it multiple times. I've done it when people have been pretty decent with a shotgun and landed some shots. I've done it when people are terrible with a shotgun and can't land a shot. Right. So I think it's more about, like, when it comes to vaulting items, I think it's more about, I think they can't kind of came out with BR and were like, I really feel like they kind of spitballed this thing together. Right? right. I feel like they put out the Fortnite main, you know, campaign thing. The yeah, the PD, core. Yeah. The Save the World. <clears throat> Seemed like it did okay, numbers-wise, sales-wise. Um, and they 
maybe they had this plan from all along, but maybe no, they did. Yeah, just kind of from what I understand, yeah, they did put it together, and it was like, all right, base level. Here's a handful of guns and a map. Right. And we, because and that's why I think we're seeing so much rapid movement. Is not because I don't think it's because like oh it's a success now, so throw everything that we can in now as fast as we can. Because I know some people are like oh slow down on the on the updates. So it's like well I don't think that. I don't think there's need to slow down necessarily. I think that they're bringing stuff out because they're like, look, we have had all these plans, but we wanted to get the base game to you. And now we're making the subtle updates and putting the stuff we wanted in. So maybe three different types of SMG was never part of the plan. But for the short term, it filled the slots of what they needed. Right. Yeah. They needed more ammo on the map or vice versa. I mean, kind of what we talked about and brings us to like the revolver right now uses medium ammo. Yeah, well, um, you got to consider the fact that having more weapons makes rarities matter more. Right. If right. there's less weapons, there's more scars going to drop. Yeah. If there's less weapons, there's more gold snipes that are going to drop. Like, so there needs to be more. There's got to be a good mixture of, you know, guns to maintain rarities. And actually, once you get that, you know, gold scar it is kind of a game changer for you it's not necessarily like oh an automatic win right but it is a game changer because of the power level you're achieving at that point in the game yeah no i agree with you and and like i said it, you know they changed the medium ammo for revolvers so you have less small ammo now after we had that input of bringing the minigun in and everybody had a ton of small ammo it actually seems like because of this one changed and there's less ammo on the field it is causing um, a it's shortage. almost like it balanced out. Yeah, yeah. Any complaints somebody might have about the minigun? Yeah, having too much. Ammo. The biggest complaint yeah. before <clears throat> was you're picking up a ton of small ammo, and you weren't using it anywhere. Right. And so you got the minigun, and you had a thousand rounds to just tear through everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's that was... really not the case anymore. Unless your team, whether it be a duo or squads, or even if you're doing solos, unless you're getting a bunch of kills and picking up a bunch of other people's small ammo, likelihood is you're sitting around, I don't know, 80, yeah. 90, 100. I mean, that's with decent looting, decent ammo box pickups. Um, there's a lot less small ammo. Yeah. And especially tac- the tac- uh, tactical SMG, yeah. feeling so good to myself. I know I'm using that more. So that's dipping into my small ammo pool. Yep. Um, I've always been a big fan of the silence pistol. So that dips into my ammo pool whenever I'm rocking one of those. Yep. So I, I don't know. Small ammo's small ammo is a a good, you know, rare commodity right now. Not rare, but it's Yeah, sparse. I think it's balanced really well right now for sure. Um I especially for somebody that loves a minigun as much as me. Um, I do find myself at times like, okay, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna pick up this item because I don't have you know, 200 small ammo right now, especially in a solo. And I don't think it's that great in a solo game, but that's a top discussion for another time. Uh, some of the other things that decreased, uh, the scoped AR rifle, as you know, um, this rifle has changed quite a bit over the past couple of weeks. Um, they were trying it out in the uh, limited time mode, the LTM, on the, uh, about, you know, how it had fall off damage. They got rid of that. Um, they ended up making it now in the game, actually in BR. They've already changed it, and um, it's very steady. Uh, you can hit the headshots now. Um, not much recoil at all. 
and um, it goes where you aim. It's 100% accurate from what I understand. So yep. that's it's interesting. the most accurate weapon in the game. Uh, they decreased the headshot because of that. They decreased it from 250 to 200. Um, and so, you know, we'll see if that gun really gets a lot of play. I still haven't seen it getting played a lot, a whole lot yet. And I I'm, pick it up now. I'm interested to see. If I don't have a sniper, I pick it up. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. But I'm interested to see how long it takes for people to really get in the groove of using it. You know. So here's, here's the deal with the gun. It's so accurate that it feels bad until you start. Like, I, the first couple times since the change, I right. picked it up, and I was like, I still don't like it. Then the better I got with it, the more I realized, like, dude, it's deadly accurate. Yeah. So, like, if the frame changes on your head or your body and I shoot, it's like, well, I'm not going to hit you because well, it's that accurate. So um, I think it's a really good change. I think it's a really good weapon now. Um yeah, I've seen. I've, I've seen. Uh, I saw Dakota's. He tweeted out his new uh, his new um, uh, loadout was going to be sniper scoped AR. So, yeah, I, I I honestly don't even think it's a bad spot for it to be no. there. Like to go between sniper and a scoped AR. I I've kept it with a sniper on hand. So yeah, we'll see. Well, hopefully, uh, you know those changes are well received and we'll see where that gun ends up lying as as you know we continually have changes uh the crossbow drop chance did decrease which i think we noticed is quite a bit after valentine's to 20 percent or decreased by 20 percent uh the minigun drop decreased as well by 12.5 percent and the chug jug uh drop chance decreased by 15 percent that one i could have done out without with because i still didn't feel like we saw it a whole bunch but obviously they did, and they felt like it needed to change. Uh, the white, green. I don't know. Beforehand, I thought the chug jug kind of dropped a lot. Really? I, I guess I'm on the other side. I feel like I saw it all the time. I feel like I was picking at least one up again. Dude, I remember it being out like literally three or four days and us playing, and I never had gotten one. I was picking them all up. Yeah, <laughs> you, <were being, laughs> you were drinking them right away. Right. Hey, protect me. This is going to take a half hour. As we mentioned, the SMGs uh, moving to the vault and the tactical submachine gun. Here we go. Magazine size increased from 30 to 35 and the firing rate increased from 10 to 13. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the show's over. We have now got our answer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But hey, there it is. Um, it is. Uh, it sounds it, like on paper, that sounds like such a small change, but it really makes a big difference. It, it does. It, it does. It does. Wow. It does. It did. <laughs> It does. <laughs> uh, it's it, no longer yeah, a dud. It's yeah, a, it that's does. true. That's true. It does. It does now. Uh, it does kill very well. Um, I feel like the accuracy is really good on it as well. Like I feel like it's kind of like a laser beam. Yeah, I mean... Short range, great. Short to medium, great. Medium, uh, you're still in kind of in a good area. Past that, uh, you need to put something else in. Right. Um, the other thing that's coming that I want to mention before we get out of here, um, and someone's going to clip that soundbite, the other thing that's coming very quickly, uh, is going to be uh, the heavy handheld hitter. So we don't have the 3.0 patch notes. We won't have them until the game goes down at 4 a.m. 
uh, Eastern Standard Time. But we saw the little clip that they put out for the heavy hitter pistol. Um, and this looks like, you know, I guess what you call like a Desert Eagle, right? Right. Um, you know, one-shot pistol takes out, according to the video, what it looks like is in one shot, it can take out a plank of, uh, of wood, right? An entire uh, step section, a one, one by of wood. Um, yeah, that's what it looked like. But we don't know if that wood was still building or anything like that. Right. Um, if it does, though, number one, let's back up. Number one, does the game need another pistol? You can never have too many pistols. <laughs> I mean, dude, the problem I'm having is if I like this pistol and I like the tactical SMG and I like the silence pistol. Huh? And I like the regular pistol. Like, what? Dude, the, the decisions are getting too hard. And you know me. I don't like hard decisions. I like, right. I like to keep it simple. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing about it, though, is like, dude, think about the plank. A plank of wood is 190 health, right? Ooh. So... If it's taking a full plank of wood in one shot, is that what I'll get with a crit? Or is that what I'll get with a body? Like, what is this yeah. thing going to do? I mean, to me, when you <clears throat> it said a teaser, the video said a teaser for the hand cannon. When you imply a hand cannon to me, I think of like something that's got a lot of impact, right? Well, yeah, obviously it does. Yeah, slow, real slow fire rate. So I'm just curious, like how that number transitions. 190 damage to a plank of wood knocks it out in one hit. Uh, how much? How how many shots do you need to put someone down with this thing? Is this going to be the destroyer of the short range game? And then what kind of accuracy does it have over the long range? I mean, because we know the revolver is a lot of fun, but right. try shooting that pig across the map. Can it be done? Absolutely. Should it be done? Probably not. Hmm. How many are going to be in the chamber on this thing? Just one bullet? Nah. Twelve? Twelve? You think twelve? Nah, way. No. Now, maybe... uh, No, it can't be six, because revolver's six, and revolver's like a six-shooter. I'm going with four. I'm going with four. If it hits uh, that hard, I'm going for. It really depends. Yeah, I mean, if it hits that hard, dude, I just don't know. It's so hard because it's like we don't know how healthy that wood was. Tell you, that I'm, wood I'm was sitting, full health. I'm sitting here watching the video when they when and when they you know go over to that wood. That wood is fully built. He's already. Oh no no! You know what? In the video, it's building still. Ah, so see? Yeah. In the is video, that 70, it's... Is that at 75 health? Yeah. Maybe. Right. Is it 50 health? Could be. Maybe it's at 110. We yeah. just don't know. It's still so building. It's actually still a little transparent. Um, okay. Because so. he, he's built up, um, I believe, at that point, he's built two... Yeah, he's built two straight, you know, flat floors. So he... Uh-huh. And, and he shoots the angled, you know... Um, Stare or whatever you want to call it, right? So that's what well, he my shoots. My assumption is it's gonna have. My assumption is it's gonna be a lot like the 
regular pistol. Yeah. Or maybe the regular pistol's going by the wayside, and this is coming. Yeah, it could be going way. to the vault as well. They, they took an SMG in, now they're going to take a pistol in. And if they don't, then to me, the distinction becomes the pistol is quick fire, like super accurate, right? You put a crosshair somewhere, you pull that trigger as fast as you want, it seems to stay on target. Uh, and I would think with this, it's going to be like a heavier kick, more recoil, stuff like that. So you're going to have, you know, better time, you have to time your shots better. Right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So on, uh, continuing on, on patch, uh, 2.5.0, um, obviously a lot of game fixes that they know is going on. Fix an issue that prevented players from using the first weapon picked up on a console. Um, did this happen to us all the time? For those that you don't, don't, that did not experience this, what would literally happen is you could pick up the weapon and you could actually select it in your hot bar, but nothing would happen. Like, you, you wouldn't ready a name at all. Right. Um, Very annoying when you land and there's someone right next to you. Yeah. Um, fix an issue where, under certain network conditions, players could be damaged by bullets passing through structures built at the last second. Um, that Thank would ex- you. That would explain. I, that's happened to me more than once. <laughs> that explain a few of your deaths. Um. These I've sh- definitely had some built like not where it's like so close where it's like man we'd really have to slow that down and take a look like an instant replay I've yeah. had some that are like heinous like what that really just killed me like I had the wall clearly up yeah um fix an issue or player which allowed players to pick up an extra weapon slash consumable while while holding a trap this issue was also caused by players to drop full stacks of resources, preventing them from harvesting the resources for the rest of the match. Uh, fix the shield, uh, hit effect, playing when taking falling damage, fix the supply drops, uh, hovering midair in the, uh, if the object beneath was destroyed, and fix the possible crash that occurred when firing weapons through boarding the battle bus, before boarding the battle bus. So there was another issue that was happening um, that I believe they're addressing in 3.0 in the battle bus. And that's actually that sound you hear of, it sounds like people pulling out like a, pulling out their, their ax. I don't know if you've like stay in the battle bus at all and go across the field. So they, yeah, they came out and, and they actually said that uh, that was not intended to be. Um, uh, the items temporarily have a, uh, let me see if I can find, I had actually uh, been looking for this um, because they, they had put some on Reddit about it. Here it is. Um, this dude actually posts on Reddit. He's the uh, I undead. And he said, am I the only one that finds the pickaxe noises that play when people jump out of the bus annoying and unnecessary? Um, and they actually came back in and came back to that and actually replied and said it wasn't intended. They will be fixing the next patch by uh, Sweden Music uh, from Epic. So te- he's a technical sound uh, designer, and he came and said that. So uh, looks like that wasn't intended. They will be fixing that. So if that's been annoying you, don't worry. The fix is on its way. I'm sure we'll get that in the 3.0 patches. So when you wake up and you listen to this wonderful episode of Fortnite Community Podcast, um, you'll be like, oh, duh, I already read that. Um, the other thing that 
is a big controversy and is not in these notes because it is not something that they publicly talked about in 2.50 because it didn't happen till then is the color scheme. Dude, this has been like a huge thing on Reddit, um, with all the streamers, uh, with anybody on Twitter. Um, they've gone crazy because they changed the color scheme. It's supposedly it's really hard to see. Uh, for those of people that are colorblind, it's harder to harder to tell what is what. Who was it we were playing with that. that were actually said they were colorblind? Was it Brad? Was Brad the one that said he couldn't? I don't recall. Tell. So uh, I was playing with somebody, and they said that gold looked gray to them um, huh. because of of how they darkened the tone of of the gold. Um, I can see that. I, I honestly didn't have a problem with it. I actually kind of like the change, but. I actually don't. So I'm on the opposite side of you on this one. I actually like the brighter tones. Uh, they seem to go with more, um, uh, you know, fuller, I would say, looking like um, uh, more of a regular color, not so much mm -hmm. of a neon, you know what I mean? Uh, or brighter tone. Uh, and I actually like the brighter tone, more neon color. I think it fits the game a little better. But looks like they are addressing that as well, according to Reddit. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, some of the world bug fixes was the soccer, the soccer stadium and other buildings should now load properly. So some of the loading issues, fix an issue that caused the treasure chest to be empty in rare cases. I did happen to me a couple of times, open up a treasure chest and it didn't happen. And they're like, what, what the, that, what happened? Um, oh, fix an ammo crate in lonely lodge that didn't spawn ammo. Um, that's pretty it was lonely. It was, it was <laughs> I heard uh I heard um somebody talking about how I think it was actually our guests we're having on this next coming week, but they were talking about um how at Lonely Lodge on Valentine's Day it was a not no shoot zone. So if you if you landed in Lonely Lodge on Valentine's Day, you you could not get shot. It was just That's sweet. No 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 fire zone. So that was pretty funny. They're lonely already. They're there on Valentine's Day at the Lonely Lodge. At the Lonely like, Lodge, yeah. You're gonna shoot them too. Go on. So we got a lot of uh, uh, we got a lot of UI enabled uh, updates, like for PS4 for statistics. Uh, they added the icon to the HUD that indicates which button is used uh, to open the map. Little things like that. Um, what Null Zero taught me a long time ago is called. Uh, um, uh, Life, what 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 do you what do you call it? Uh, the quality of life changes. Of life changes. Yes, um, and obviously same thing going with with the audio with the footsteps. So they added this. The big thing here is that they improved footstep audio by adding separate above and below sounds for wood, Thank stone, and metal materials. I was having way too many issues this last week where it sounded like someone was above me and below me. Yeah, so well and this like two different people and it was like, dude, are they is it like two people? Well no, you should have noticed one. this change because this change took effect last week. So this is on two point oh. five point oh. So maybe it's just taking some time to get used to. I don't know. Uh no no, I think you're right. I think I'm speaking of last week before this. Yeah, yeah. Patch yeah. I gotcha. Is when I was having it because we haven't it's been a while since we've done the show. Yeah. It was actually before this I was having that issue. Yeah. Um, they they had, haven't played much this week. That's true. They uh, they added a whole bunch of 
of new areas, materials, uh, sounds, placing the structures. It changed the sound of when you place the structure. Added a sound that plays when the crossbow is ready to fire again. Um, so all, all those kind of things, really cool. A really cool little, little quality of life things uh, that I think you guys will enjoy. Um, so that, you know, once again, another big patch in 2.5.0. How do you feel about the shrines? How do you like the shrines, David, that have been added to the world? You know, across, you know, we, we have these old towers all of a sudden poking up everywhere. Kind of like the Christmas trees were, but um, this time in different areas. Yeah, I mean, they're cool. Uh, there's not much to say about them. There's some extra treasure. I I think it's really cool because I think it continues to show the versatility that Epic has in bringing different things to different seasons and events and things like that. You know, like, it would have been really easy, I think, for them to just stick the shrines where the trees were. But instead, yeah. they kind of went and put them in these strategic places on these hills around the map that I thought were really cool. And yeah, I mean, to me, I think... I think it's a it's an easy way to say, hey, we did something. Right. But it's like, and I don't want this to sound negative because I'm not trying to be negative at all on it. I, negative I no zero. <laughs> negative but no zero. But I just zero, feel like it's nickname. like, it's like, it's just enough to say we did something, but that's about it. It's nothing incredible. It's nothing. It's kind of lackadaisical. Like, uh, we... We did something cool, guys, right? Like, yeah. it's nothing like changing the map. Like, oh, there's dragon themes on the, you know, Dusty Depot and all this. Like, I'm just saying, it, it's not hate. It's just, I feel like it's a bare minimum, a bare minimum of entry to say we did something. Um, I, I think it's, the bare minimum, honestly, in my opinion, would just been like, oh, we put out the outfit. Or that, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. they took it a little step further. I think, you know, them putting the shrines, I think if we really looked at the locations, they're probably placed pretty strategically as far as where they saw hot zones and where they see a lot of movement in the map. Um, Maybe. I, I think that, I mean, I, I think that's what we would see. Um, they seem to be coming into play quite a bit whenever we were running across. Um, what do you feel yeah, about I mean, then, like, if, 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 say, say, they do something different for the next event and say they go, okay, we're going to take this POI on the map. And for now on, it's no longer going to be, uh, it's no longer going to be the jail. Okay. Outside of Mossy. Mm -hmm. But for now on this land right here, this property, this acreage is going to continually be a themed area. Maybe it might have come for the July in honor of America. It might have like huge towers and big cities, right? Uh, it might be another big city in, you know, for uh, Chinese New Year. It's, you know, uh, uh, a town themed around the Chinese New Year. Um, Christmas, it's a Christmas town. I mean, is that, a, is that a solid idea? Would that make you feel like they've gone the extra mile if they're retheming a town and kind of, you know, I think if they re I think that time. would be a better like opt into a season um like maybe not a specific area like where oh well the jail cells always the new themed thing right. I think it could be something that's kind of you know 
dependent on what the theme is and kind of updating like i don't know maybe one time you go to instead you know like the chinese new year you go to uh, pleasant park and instead of having the standard houses that are there now maybe it's a very chinese themed you know right architecture right um i mean those would be cool i like they don't have to do anything to be honest i, I don't care either way um i just think you know when it came to christmas we all were kind of banking on a snow covered map yeah so for like the seasonal stuff, whether it be Chinese New Year, Fourth of July, Christmas, any of those things, um, I think it would it'd just be cool to get a little more, like go a little further. Like, Easter, obviously the you want, bigger you want Easter eggs hidden everywhere. Don't you? It is. You you want to go kind of cool. You want to go Easter egg hunting a lot, don't you? That'd be a cool idea. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't hate it. Um, I think it's kind of also dependent on how big of a holiday it is, right? Like, right, right. Um, Valentine's Day isn't a huge holiday. Some people might think, yes, it is. But to be honest, it's it's not. There's a ton of people that don't celebrate it, it at all, uh, whether it be people that are just not in relationships or people that are in relationships that just don't celebrate it. I mean, it's just preferencing it's not a, it's i don't like celebrate a it because holiday well i don't celebrate like, it because my it's my anniversary so like i got lucky right. i got married in february you cheated yeah i did. I did. I did cheat. <laughs> I did cheat i did uh i don't know i would like to see something a little bit bigger for the bigger holidays i don't obviously chinese new year is probably a big thing to that you know that part of the world um, I would assume being that it's their new year or maybe we're you know, ignorant and we don't know nothing about their culture and maybe the, you well, know, definitely me and like you celebration. Def definitely me and you don't uh, know. Yeah, Cause I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. I, my but actually, as so far as I know is that they celebrate based off of astro uh, astrology and by moon cycles. So their new year's is determined by a certain moon cycle that right and that's why their new year can show up in like a february even though you know most of the world's already celebrated a new year right right yeah i actually have some people at work that celebrate it it's really cool they brought us like these cards with two dollar bills because a two dollar bill is supposed to bring you like um you know favor in the new Do they year they have a lot of two dollar bills over there i don't know they sh they put a two dollar bill in there sounds... and I, something i was given so i that sounds like malarkey. Hey, I'm just telling you that's what was told to me. Uh, and I was given a little card. It's the year of the dog. So it had little dogs on the front oh, of it. Oh, it's the year of the dog. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, I thought. But, no, I agree with you. I think it'd be cool to Which see. It's kind of funny that Wukong comes out. <laughs> because they actually have a monkey in the whole uh, astrology of the Chinese New Year. Right. And so the monkey king came out during the year of the dog. Yeah, kind of weird. It is a little funny to me, but that's fine. Wukong's cool. Wukong is cool, and I think they did a decent job on the skin. I think it's pretty neat. Um, and this brings me to uh, kind of our topic and a question that I challenged you with, Null Zero. And we were talking about these skins, and once again, it came up about the pricing structure. And if you've listened to our yeah, show, they're insane. Uh, if you listen to our show, you know we've said it a few times. Null Zero's not a big fan. I don't think anybody's really a fan of the pricing structures currently there. My idea was to cut everything in half, make legendary skins $10, and vice versa, cut everything else in half. Um, 
So I challenged you with this, and you were saying, hey, I think they would sell a lot more skins, right? Like if they cut the pricing. And I think everybody would agree with you, they would. Um, and then we went back and forth, and we talked a little bit about, you know, maybe they're, you know, whoever's doing their, pushing their numbers is saying, hey, we're selling enough. Uh, we're, we're right where we need to be to break, you know, make, make the money, make the profit level. There's no break even here. Let's be right, very, right, right, very there's not. We're the making... break even is if they sell like one of them. Yeah, we're, well, I it, it took some time to no. put it in the game, no. but come on, uh, look, I agree with you. It's very minimal compared to probably what they are making. But you know, they have somebody saying, "Okay, look, this is a good balance. This is what we wanted to be making. This is our target market, whatever." But I said to you, and I left you with this, um, so that you could address it here on the show. And I said, "Okay, so what if they don't want to sell more skins?" And most of you listening right now are going, what do you, why wouldn't they want to sell more skins? The game is built off of having this different look, this different rarity, um, even in the guns. Why would they want everybody in the game to look the same and dress the same? Part of the fun and appeal to this game is for it to look different. So if they come out with the Wukong skin and everybody can afford it, kind of gives a different appeal to the game, a different feel to the game, a different, man, I don't feel as cool having it and spending my 20 bucks on it because everybody has it. But if, mm -hmm. like, only a few people have it, you feel cooler, right? If you're the one guy in the lobby that has the skeleton, you know, outfit from last year and no one else did, and when you go around to Halloween next year, trust me, you're going to feel pretty cool. You're like, yeah, look at this skin I got last year. You don't have this one. You can't get it no more. Right? Um, and what if that's their take? Like, okay, we're selling 100,000, you know, of these skins at a time out of the four, 40 million people that are playing the game. We don't really need to worry about selling 200,000 or 300,000. The pricing is right because it's keeping the variety of people that are buying the items and uh, the variety we see in the game where we want it to be. What do you think about that? I think that was incredibly long-winded for what I'm about to say, and I think that's bullshit stuff. <laughs> because at the end of the day, that's a very cute idea. I, and I think it's a good idea in a sense of what you're saying. Like, keep the rarity there by making things more expensive. But at the end of the day, there's somebody at Epic that's – everything's not all sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops over there. We're like, hey, this makes sense to make this skin more rare. No. They want to sell you every skin possible to every single one of us that will pay for the skins. They do not care if every single one of the three point what two million uh, million concurrent players I had one weekend. And they don't care if all of them are rocking Wukong. They have no care in the world to say, "Oh, look at that! Only a million of those people have Wukong, or only." 500,000 of those people have Wukong. I don't care about that. Not at all. I think it's a cute little idea. I think it's it's fun to think about that, but as far as it goes, money is money and that's what they want. They they want the monies and they want all the monies. But if, but if get. that's the case, I mean, why don't they lower the skin because they we all know I mean, we don't have to be geniuses. I'll to tell you why they out. don't lower. Them. I'll tell you why they don't lower. Them. I know why right now. Because I'm willing to bet that there's a number that they need to hit 
And if the skins aren't hitting routinely hitting that number, then they would consider an option to go lower. But if they can continuously achieve or exceed that number of skins at that price range, they can almost guarantee their success because, like we talked about, if let's say the number is 100,000, they need to sell 100,000 of a $20 skin for them to consider it a viable skin. It was worth them putting the time and effort to put the skin in the game, right? Well, we know if they cut that $20 skin in half that now that number must shoot up to 200,000, right? They get half the number, double the month, or they need double the people. So I think that the idea is probably somewhere along the lines like, hey, it's easier to get 100,000 people to spend $20 than maybe it is to get 200,000 people to spend 10. I just want to put this math out there that if they sold 100,000 skins, and like I said, and you said 3.4828, whatever it was, million concurrent players a couple weekends ago on a Sunday um, and 40 million players worldwide that registered players, right? Dude, at 100,000 for 20 bucks a skin, that's 2 million bucks. That's only one skin, by the way. I think we have like 15 or 20 in the game already. I'm glad you brought that math up because now everybody can see that it's absolutely absurd. $2 million. That's right. So that means if they cut the cost of a legendary down to $10, they'd still make a million. And you can't tell me that you even need half that no, to produce that skin. I, I agree. You need a hundred bucks. <laughs> you tell your guy, your artist, like, hey, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars if you spend the next five hours and produce me a skin that will make my company a million dollars or two million dollars. Like... I mean, I would love to see the money statistics. The artists must better renegotiate their contracts to be commission made. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'll take a dollar for each skin sold. 50 cents, quarter. I want. I'll take a quarter. 0.1%. It's crazy. Of everything I. Every piece of I art mean, I put out that becomes a skin. Guys, we want to hear from you. Like, shoot us an email. Um, Fortnite podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you guys think. About the pricing. Are you guys buying skins? Or are you not? Are you staying on the on the sidelines and laughing at everybody else like me, spending way too much money, wanting to look cool in a game that doesn't really matter if you look cool, I guess? I don't know. I, I think it matters for me because I enjoy it. But And I think the skins at are really cool. Day, at the end of the day, if you enjoy it and it's worth it to you, then tell everybody else to kiss your you-know-what because that's that's all that should determine how you spend your money in the game. So I'm not hating on anybody by skins. I'm not hating on Epic even for selling the skins at the price they are. The only hate here is that I have four kids and I don't make a ton of money and I can't buy all the skins I want to buy. And even if they were half the price, I still probably couldn't buy all the skins I want to buy, but at least I could buy more of the skins I want to buy. That's true. So that's the only hate in my heart towards any of this is that I can't give them more money and get more of what I want. Right. Because you would probably end up spending more money if things cost less. And because it's absurd to say on any front that it's actually worth $20. Now, if it makes you happy and you feel good spending that $20 for that (laughs) thing, by all means, it was worth it to you. But in the real-life economics of this, those skins are not worth $20 a piece. Right. No, I I understand what you're saying. Um, Well, 
I want to give a couple shout outs to you guys that are listening. If you made it this far in the show, um, there is uh, a guy that, uh, that sent us an email and, and believe it or not, no zero, this is his email. Uh, can you give me a shout out? So, uh, Jonas Wynn, shout out to you, my friend. Um, Ben Evan or, uh, even Evan, uh, man, thanks so much for the email. I really appreciate it. We'll be giving you some more PVE tips coming around. Um, and, uh, we have some other guests that are coming on as well. Um, so hopefully you guys will be enjoying those tips and tricks that we get you from there. Um, and we actually have somebody that is interested in translating the podcast into Spanish. Um, and That's getting an awesome there. idea. So uh, super stoked about that and getting together with him. Uh, so we'll, we'll see where that ends up leading. Um, but if you guys have anything that you guys want to get over to us uh, and you want to talk to us about, uh, definitely feel free. Shoot us an email, guys. We check them all the time, every day. Uh, we appreciate all the good feedback, all the nice words you guys have been giving us. So uh, keep, keep, keep the feedback coming. We hear you. Uh, we're going to keep growing the show, keep doing the segments you want to hear, keep trying to talk to the people you want us to talk to. So, um, you know, keep on, keep on uh, sending your feedback over to us, giving us the iTunes reviews, uh, shooting us a tweet, follow us on Twitter, uh, whatever it is. Um, this is going to be our conclusion of part one. We're super excited to get our hands on season three and, uh, you know, get down that road. As you guys saw, we didn't even talk about it, but the astronaut theme, um, some of the, that's in part two. So some, some of the other stuff coming down the pipeline is, is, as far as like, I don't even know what they're calling them. What are they calling that null zero where you like get stuff shoots out of your feet? I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what they're calling those things. Um, well, I believe they're calling it um, skydiving effects trails. So, so, so the trails, skydiving trails. Well, because they put out a list of what's what a breakdown of what will be in the yeah. There we go, skydiving trails. That's and what it is. Yeah, it says skydiving effects trails. So I'm assuming that's what they're calling them. Yep, yep, yeah. And their little tweet they put out it's called skydiving trails. So we're we're excited to see those. Uh, like we said, the new guns coming out. Um, I, I want to see a fart skydiving FX trail, <laughs> like just a long fart the whole way down a green cloud coming out from behind. Uh, a... that, that would be right up your alley. Uh, I I just hope we see more things like um, like the air. Uh, what is it? The the Bear Force One. I do too. Right. The, I really like that glider. Um, I didn't buy it. That glider um, is huge. It's as big as the Particularly because of the bear. Yeah. I, I really, I always have been the type of guy, like, I either want skulls on my gear in games, or I want, like, really crazy, like, hearts and lovey stuff where it's like, whenever you get killed by me, you're like, really? That guy killed me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Teddy bear with the heart glider. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So I've always liked to be on one of those two spectrums, like either the hardcore, like, oh, I got skulls, I'm a killer, or like on the like sun's shining lollipops. Right, right. Well, I mean, I, I, I love their tweet out there where they said the enemies will <laughs> will hardly be able to bear you dropping into combat. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Applause to you, my friend over at Fortnite, whoever wrote that tweet. Applause to you. And in ending this, ending this part one, Null Zero, I would like to tell you a joke 
a Fortnite joke. What do you call people that don't get the ammo boxes? I know, but I'm going to say I don't know because it's better for the comedy. <laughs> Amateurs. <laughs> Actually, I think that's really funny, but we've already been using it all week, so the hilarity is kind of rubbed off a little bit, <laughs> but I think it's really funny. Oh, man. See you guys in part two. Part 1.5, here we go. Dude, building improvements. This is insane. We, I mean, all right. So this happened, uh, this came out on February 21st, 2018. Building improvements. It says, hey, ya, folks. We're always hammering away at building and working through ways to improve the feel. Our new feature, Inversion 3.0.0, allows you to both be in the heart of battle and still craft that clutch set of stairs. So the one option is turbo building. It says turbo building allows you to hold down the primary fire and continually place the selected building piece. Toggled in the game options. Meaning if you jump now up you can, with the wall plank up and do a 360, you hold that button down, you're going to paint the 360 walls around. Yeah. You can, yeah, you can, you can paint building pieces into the world quickly. This will be very useful for defensively building walls around you and spinning, uh, sprinting up ramps while building them simultaneously. Wow, dude. Automatic material swapping. Auto change materials. We'll switch to another material when your current material supply runs out. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, okay, so... People that play on PC probably don't understand this frustration as much. No, because they're used to a lot more keys. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm sure that it's a welcome change for them too, because it is a quality of life. I, I was curious if some people would think of it as like a less skilled thing, like maybe they're taking some skill out of the game. But I think it's more of a right. an annoyance than a skill based thing. Um, there's so much going on in Fortnite that taking your mind off some of those things so that you can make better plays is I think ultimately what I'm all for and what I think a lot of people would be for as well. Yeah, I would be interested to see if something like this, if we do ever get that true esports scene, if this is like an option that's turned off. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't like, see the need for it, but yeah, I could I could see, you know, esports enthusiasts being like it needs to be turned off. Yeah. Yeah, you you got to be able to select your own material. You need to be watching your your count when you're getting shot at for from five other people. Um, build through stuff. I don't know why we think that's how <laughs> esport enthusiasts sound. That's exactly okay. how they sound. Uh, build <laughs> build through stuff. Sometimes it's frustrating when your placement is blocked unexpectedly, and you aren't sure why. Currently, small objects like furniture, shrubs are destroyed when you build over them. But trees, rocks, vehicles can get in the way. We've changed the building system to allow you to place structures right through large objects, meaning you can now build pretty much anywhere at any time. I literally said this Please on note. the podcast with Beanhead. <laughs> I literally yeah. said build through Please anything. Y'all no. were like, wait, but doesn't, won't it destroy the house? I was like, no, just let us build through anything. 
Yeah, we, we finally got to the point where we both agreed where it's, it was like how chimneys work right now. Exactly. If you build on a house on a chimney right now before version 3.0, it will build around the chimney. Correct. Or through it, essentially, is what it's doing. But you don't see the part that's going through the right. chimney. And it doesn't break the it's chimney. It's just allowing you to build there. Right, it doesn't break the chimney. Uh, but please note, player structures must still be supported by the terrain and other buildings. For example, a sky ramp that passes through a tree will still fall if the connection to the terrain of the floor is destroyed. I'm glad. Yeah, basically, that. meaning like if you put a ramp, you can't place a ramp on its own, like suspended in air, but like halfway through a tree. The tree isn't a support for the building. So it still needs to be anchored, right. but it can go through a tree. Right. And then we got uh, the last one here is switching building pieces. Battle Royale only for now. Well, this is fantastic. Switching between, switching between building pieces can sometimes feel laggy or unpredictable, especially on controllers. To improve this, we've changed the network code to cycle through building pieces no longer requires a round trip to Epic servers. Initially, this improvement will be a battle royale only, but we're working to bring it to save the world. Holy cow. I mean, your building I, is now going to be on the client side. Instantaneous. Instantaneous. So you should no longer have it where you're sitting there trying to build a ramp, and the ramp glitches out for half a second, and you can't build a ramp. And you build the floor right. instead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this happens to me. I cannot tell you how many times... Every single night I get in a game, and the first time I go to build my ramp, every night on every game, whether it's the 10th game I've played in a row or the you know, 30th game I've played on a Friday night when I barely can keep my eyes open in a row, whenever I try to build my stairs for the first time, it takes a good laggy second or two. Uh, it should be more than just the first time because it's any time on console, it pretty much should happen to you anytime you switch quickly through more than you know like so from uh floor i'm sorry from wall to floor typically is okay right and that's why a lot of people were taking their pyramid turning it into a ramp and instead of going right bumper right bumper they were going left bumper to get to one it is quicker overall it is a little bit quicker uh regardless right. of this change but they were doing it mainly because of the input lag of switching over and then it was like well now uh, my ramp doesn't show gotcha. up for however long. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's going to be really awesome to see. This is just a glimpse, guys, of what you're going to be seeing in version 3.0. We, uh, we had forgot to mention this. We wanted to make sure we got it to you. So go have a great day. Get ready. And I hope you guys enjoy 3.0 as much as we